welcome to Gen X Voice. Nobody asked us, so let's get our voices heard. Written off years ago as the Slacker generation, we actually have brought a lot to the world behind the scenes. Now we need to bridge two opposing generations and make sure non-Karen voices are heard. I'm your host, Trish The Dish, and I'm going to interview Gen Xers being rad and doing cool shit in the world. You can follow me at Gen X Voice on Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify. Check out other podcasts, videos, and blogs at genxvoice.com. Even though the focus of this platform will be to celebrate Generation X, the goal is to interview as many people as possible from lots of generations, backgrounds, and experiences. Let's unpack some of our differences and attempt to discover what truly ties us all together. With so much division and pain in the world today, instead of shutting people down for their age or other features outside of their control, let's listen to these voices and discover common ground so we can come together and create a better world for all. I don't want to be an army one. Coming every week on podcast platforms everywhere, a podcast like no other. Listen to John as he talks about comic books, video games, and anything he wants. Every week is a new topic. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll subscribe. Follow the Basement Reload on all social media platforms at Basement Reload and smash that subscribe button. It's time for a reload. Hey, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Solstice, Happy Festivus, Seasons Greetings, and Happy Kwanzaa, or Happy Day if you don't celebrate any of that winter stuff and you're lis- or you're listening to this outside of December. As promised, this bonus episode is from when I went live at PodVCon in the first weekend of December. If you've been following this month for me closely, you will know this was recorded about three days after I found out my good friend from my Flagstaff days passed away from COVID. So now you'll know why I'm all gushy toward my guest, Sharon the Millennial, my guest from the episode, What Do Gen X and Millennials Have in Common? Still our most popular episode, who is also one of my very good friends here in Phoenix. In this episode, we compare our different generations' experiences with Christmas concerning music, toys, food, and any traditions we could think of, Um, and how it was for us as kids and as adults. I'm submitting this to you all, edit-free, complete with reading the live comments that were coming in and just having a blast being recorded on video for the convention, so have fun listening! Oh, and if you are interested in getting your podcast in on the next PodVCon for spring break in March, please email me at trishthedish at genxvoice.com or message me through my website at genxvoice.com. Enjoy the show and tag me on my Instagram at genxvoice with any of your fave Christmas things that are special to your generation. Well, we'll see what happens. We still have a little time. Again, I'm just kind of on here, just hanging out with you guys. <gasps> There's Sharon. Hi. Hi. Oh my Hi. gosh, I can't tell you how happy I am to see you. Oh, I'm happy <laughs> to see you too. Crying. Oh, please. 
Gotta maintain, right? <laughs> Here, I have my tree. Oh, I'm trying to perfect. see. My bed's not really made. I did my best, but the dogs, you know. They have the, a mind of their own when they see the bed. I'm so happy to have you here, Sharon. I can't even tell you. It's so awesome. I'm happy to um, be here. Thanks for asking me to do this with you. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? This is like, you're the most fun person <laughs> I want to <laughs> spend time with right now. That's for sure. So well, like, we, are you we'll still on each other? Sorry? Yeah, we're used to seeing each other more often. And so I it's know. nice to at least get to do this. Yeah. And you can't even see my Christmas decorations, but there they are. They look oh. lovely. Oh, yeah. And I can't go on. Yeah, I couldn't find my um, hanging with my Nomi's Christmas oh. shirt. Um, mm. I think I, when I, in my fit of, um, you know, uh, what's her name? The, the Japanese cleaning. Marie Kondo. Yeah. When I got all condoed a couple, <laughs> you know, last year, I guess it was like, I guess that was one of the shirts to go because it was just a little tight around my, my beer belly. So. <laughs> I know how that goes. It didn't spark joy in you when you when that. Sharon, yeah. that's the most important thing. So it is. it is. Oh, so we're just hanging out backstage. We are streaming live on my page. So if you're cool. hanging out on the Facebook page, um, drop us a line and say hi. Um, or you can, um, if you're viewing us from the PodVCon, just make sure that you allow StreamYard to post your comments so that we can see that you're here. Um, and yeah, so, oh no, we'll see what happens. It's kind of fun to do this. Um, how has your, um, oh my gosh, now, now this eye is leaking. So before <laughs> I had a Giuliani eye over here, but today it's gonna be this one. I don't, I just, and I had just <laughs> Juliani. Yeah, I mean, that's my new thing for like running anything on your face. It's a, I think it's gonna catch on. I think it's gonna be the new word for 2021. Um, so, yeah. But you look fabulous and I Thank love you. your tree. And how many trees do you have? I mean, we, we have, can save this for at the actual. So, I'm yeah, but we can then. still talk about both. We can do it then and now. I have yeah. four trees up right now. One of them is like, like really small. Like, I mean, you can't really tell on a camera, but it's, it's, you know, tabletop and that's in Henry's room on his dresser. And Aww. then we have like a four foot tree, a six foot tree and a nine or an eight foot tree. So, and I have one more in the garage that we aren't putting up this year, but I'm going to put it up next year. Oh, and why aren't you putting it up this year? Because the room that we want to put it in, it's not really complete. Like there's not like the furniture that I want in there. So at this point, mm. it's kind of silly to put up the extra tree. We have a leg lamp in that room and it's in our front window. Yeah, it's like amazing. Like Christmas story? And it's like a really nice one too. We finally like like sprung for the the nice one. They It goes on sale right after Christmas usually every year. So right. so we got it one year and um, I almost want to keep it up all year long because I just love it so much. It's so I mean, funny. Technically, didn't he get it for yeah. Thanksgiving or was it? Wasn't, it was like a prize. It was a major award, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a Christmas decoration in the movie. It was a, supposed to be a part of their house, so that's how I'm justifying it. I, I don't think that David would be against it, to be honest. But but you have to have the right staging, and so I get right. that when it comes yeah. to Christmas trees. And obviously, with my lack of Christmas tree, you can tell that <laughs> I didn't really get around to that. But I've got my, you know, my basic. I've got my little Hello Kitty. Mm -hmm. Right here, um, Christmas ornament, my Rudolph oh, that dances and sings. I mean, do you know how hard it is to point behind? <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. Where to go? Like it is. Got, got some ornaments. That's a green when one. It's not reversed. I feel like if it's mirrored, it's a lot easier. But with this, I'm like used to. I don't know. I can't. It's it's throwing me off a little bit. 
I'm like, I, I had like some hair sticking up. See, I can't even do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Can you hear that? That little bloop bloop. You didn't hear that? Okay, mm -mm. good. That's nope. good to know. I got my ticker working. How do you like that? I know. Look at you. I'm so fancy. All fancy over here. I feel like Sharon is just not descriptive enough, but hey. I mean, you can put something in there. Can I change like, it? Can I change yeah, it like Sharon the millennial? Yeah, you should. What should I sh change it to and how? Oh, millennial Sharon, you're already live on Edit your Edit name. Um, I'm going to put, we're just BSing. Should I say Sharon the millennial or millennial Sharon? <laughs> they both sound kind of. I don't know. Dorky. <laughs> <laughs> not to not to say it, but I'm gonna say it. <clears throat> um, they're like, did you guys already start? I'm like, yeah, I've been live for like 30 minutes. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever. Not really. He's like, did you start the show? I'm like, no, we're just BSing. We're just hanging out with just my playing. glitter. I have on probably my most 2020 outfit. I bought it for myself for my birthday. It is a sweatsuit. That is ethically and sustainably made. It's 50% organic cotton and 50% recycled cotton. And it is, it's like my signature mauve color and it's super comfortable. Mauve. That is the best. Well, mine's from Thread Up, which is oh, an online yeah. store. And my first order was like 50% off. So I got like a ton of clothes. That's awesome. My mom loves Thread Up. It's it's fantastic, Sharon. They'd be a I big mean, sponsor. They would be, if you're listening, right up. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I got a really cool like Nirvana shirt. Anyone that was watching me do my little um, video on the Facebook page, um, that was that was one of my new shirts. Nice. Um, and so, yeah. Well, that's, that's exciting. I, my, I kind of have thought about joining it, but I just haven't done it yet because it's hard that's for me. That's 50% off, man. I mean, that's easy that to, first yeah. time, you're going to have a blast. So yeah. yeah, whenever you're ready to go crazy. It is a little bit like shopping at Savers, though. Like you have to go through like hundreds of items before you're like, oh, that's the one. And yeah. then, you know, like I've washed a couple items a couple times and to get rid of this, like the previous owner was, I guess, just lived in perfume. Oh. <laughs> and it was not a, like a smell that I was like excited about. So I was like, what? I'm keeping that on my body. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of creepy too to think about like um, how <laughs> um, someone else's body, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Smell that I don't. I mean, it wasn't like body odor smell. It was just like super perfumey. Yeah, it's just different. It's when you think about that someone else has worn it maybe that many times. My brother's a thrifter and he he like he works in Denver and he works at a thrift shop. But then he also kind of does like his own thing on the side on eBay where he like goes to bins and just like buys clothes by the pound and goes through it and sees what's good. And so he posts a lot of pictures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he just gets like bagged like barrels of clothes and goes through them. And so um, some of the stuff he posts, I'm just like, I, I, that shirt has such a history and it's probably been on the bodies or somebody's body so many times. You can just tell by looking at it. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no problem with buying stuff secondhand. None at all. My wedding dress I bought from a consignment store. So I really have no oh, issue with it. That. Yeah. Oh, My too. wedding dress actually was like the floor model at like a nice boutique. So it was tried on by people. Like it wasn't that somebody owned it and wore it to their wedding, but it was like the one in a store. And then when the, the design was retired, they sold it. Uh, hold the phone. 
I have a Christmas mug, but you do not. What's going on? I don't on own there? one. I don't have one. I don't, don't think. own one. I just David, have my. I have, <laughs> I have my signature. I have like two cups that that one says I'm very busy, which I used to hate taking to work because I felt like such a jerk <laughs> drinking that at work. Oh, Once like I, my boss lady mug. Yeah, kind of right? aggressive. Yeah, and the very busy one. It's kind of like I had it once in a meeting with like leadership, and I felt like such. I like had to turn to my body. I was like, nobody needs to look at this because everybody in that meeting is very busy, much busier than me probably. Right. <laughs> So I felt like kind of a, it was a poor choice, and I was late to the meeting. Because <laughs> you were busy. What? Yeah, exactly. I was like, "Sorry, I'm late." <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I, I'll have to send you the video um, mashup because uh, remember we did the the little oh yeah um, snippet. So I'll have to send that to you so you can Please. see it. Super cute, and man, there are just so many podcasts that are doing this convention um, started Friday. Um, I believe that was 6 p.m. Eastern time. And then um, I personally was on a few panels. I was on a Christ Christmas traditions panel, actually. Oh, but we're going to we're going to get way deeper than that. Um, right. And then um, I was on a, a, a rowdy roundtable with some Canadians and Americans Mm -hmm. And that was really fun. And, and we were all drinking and it was, it was like I that said, sounds like what, fun. what a wonderful distraction because in between all of that, it's just been emotional. Um, I might as well just tell everyone, like I um, did lose a, one of my best friends um, from Flagstaff um, to COVID a couple days ago. Um, she would have been 44 next Saturday. Um, we always celebrated our birthdays together. And so um, I feel like Clove would have, um, she would have put her makeup on and gone out and done a show if she had it scheduled. And I, so I don't feel guilty doing this um, I'm, I'm amongst all the grief. And I have plenty of time in between the, the times that I'm doing this convention to mourn. Um, so hopefully my eyes don't look too <laughs> you look beautiful. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. I'm so this sorry, is, Trish. This is why I have Sharon on. <laughs> um, thank you. She, you would, oh my gosh, you would have loved her. She was just the kindest soul, beautiful singing voice. Um, and just such a, just such a beautiful woman. So I actually got permission from GCU to use my pro zoom account so that we can have like a um, a virtual birthday slash celebration for her on her birthday next Saturday. Oh, that's great. And I was like, oh my gosh. I asked Tammy, you know, she's so sweet. And she was like, yeah, IT said, because I was like, if I do it without telling them, they're going to see a hundred names. On it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what is this? I didn't want that. Okay, we're going live in a minute. Are you ready? Really? I think so. I hope so. I put on a little oh, concealer. Today. here to like, um, play with her banana that I that I fill with peanut butter. <laughs> oh, fun. This is, this is when we're going to go live on the convention. I'm going to be like, oh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Making me laugh too hard. At least I found the mute button. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that last time. So, yeah. So, in just a sec, we'll be jumping into the PodVCon um, virtual convention. We're so stoked to be a part of that. 
and um, and then we'll hit the ground running about traditions and Christmas time, holiday traditions. Um, I'm excited. I, I am too. Again, I can't thank you enough for doing this with me, pal. Of course. I'll drink Thanks coffee to that. that. Cheers. With my oat milk creamer. Oh yeah, oat milk all the way. It's really okay. good. So we're live. Hi everyone. Hi. I'm Trish the Dish from Gen X Voice. And with me is my, oh, look, I did it immediately. This is my, <laughs> instead of going like, oh, this, is, this is my beautiful guest and one of my best friends here in Phoenix, um, Sharon, the millennial. <laughs> and uh, she, you might remember from our, um, our episode, what do Gen X and millennials have in common? Our number one streamed or downloaded episode. So we've got quite a celebrity here today, guys. <laughs> And what we're gonna do is we're gonna have some fun unpacking some generational differences with Christmas traditions. And this is just as Christmassy as I could get um, right here with my background. So, <laughs> but Sharon brings it hard. Sharon, how many Christmas trees do you have again? I have four trees up this year. That's One is amazing. very small, but it does have lights and ornaments on it. So I count it as a real tree. <laughs> Well, let's jump right into it, okay. Sharon. Did you grow up with that many Christmas trees when you were no. a kid? No, <laughs> I didn't. When I was re when I was little, my parents, um, when they were getting a divorce, really positive stuff. When they were getting a divorce, they gave me a tree in my room uh, because, you know, I needed a little bit of extra joy that year. And that was the only year I ever had a tree in my room and I always wanted one. So now that I'm an adult and I have enough trees, which are hand-me-downs, I didn't buy four trees, I just got them, they were gifted to me. So oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, so we have the room for them. We you know, put them up in as many rooms as we can. We have a lot of ornaments because we save those and collect them when we travel. So it just it kind of made sense. So I just, especially this year, as much as I can spread the joy around my house, I will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I um, personally don't have Christmas trees. I mean, I'll maybe go to Trader Joe's and get like a, um, like last year I had the Grinch um, branch. Mm -hmm. I saw <laughs> and, that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And um, another year I bought one of the rosemary trees. Um, another year I did buy an actual um, little, like a little Christmas tree. Um, but, um, oh, hi, Tom. Tom says hi. Um, but for the most part, like I'm, I just don't Christmas that hard, but um, we're going to, we're going to figure out why that is in a little bit. <laughs> um, let's start with our first topic that we, we, we thought about talking about, and that is the difference in Christmas music that we both kind of grew up with. So I'll start for me, um, obviously growing up in the eighties, um, I was just, we were inundated with, um, oh gosh, I'm gonna get it wrong, but I'm gonna try Bing Crosby. And, um, you know, just that kind of Christmas music. Um, oh, actually, before I do that, Sarah wants to know what year you were born. So we'll, we'll um, just keep that in mind when I go to you to tell about the music. Okay. Um, and, um, and then in the in the mid '80s, uh, you know, the uh, "Merry Christmas" album came out with like Wham and Madonna and all of these songs. So um, those were on repeat for like the whole month of December. And I just love like Nat King Cole and like 
any kind of classic, like to me as a Gen Xer, classic to me means like anything like before 1979, right? Whereas I know a lot of millennials and Gen Zers will be like, oh, it's classic music and it's Nirvana that came out in the 90s. Um, but okay, your turn, Sharon, about your music. Okay, well, first I was born in 1984. Um, and so when I was growing up listening to Christmas music, I remember very vividly just driving in the car with my mom, having it on or having it on when we were baking. We were really into Christmas growing up. Uh, but it was pretty much always Amy Grant. There were a couple Amy Grant albums oh, that yes. we always, like I can her. sing front to end. I just remember every little note. I just, I know them completely by heart. So those were the biggest ones. Um, <clears throat> my mom doesn't really care for Mariah Carey. So I like All I Want for Christmas is You, but it's not my anthem for Christmas time. Really mine is probably an Amy Grant song if I had to pick are, one. Are you really a millennial? If you, <laughs> I, did I you just say that, I think I know. the whole universe just stopped. I, I love the song. I'm not going to say I don't. It's just not my main Christmas jam. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I grew up really, like I did listen to some of the older stuff, but there was a lot of that, a little bit of, um, uh, some like Whitney Houston uh, later on. I think Vanessa Williams also had a Christmas album that was pretty good. Um, and then my dad really liked smooth jazz and like George Winston, like piano music. Um, I have some of his records. David Benoit had a Christmas album that's pretty, pretty good and nice and jazzy. So that's the kind of stuff that I grew up listening to. I listen to my favorite Christmas song now, though, is... Um, Last Christmas by Wham. So, oh yeah. So I was yeah. gonna say that to me, if if I don't hear that, it's not really Christmas, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So, um, oh, Sarah says, um, 1984, one year before me. I do not consider our generation millennial. Oh, millennial, <laughs> right? Because we've talked about yeah, that, yeah. in your episode, how similar our our sort of. Um, childhoods were because we are one foot in analog, one foot in digital. Right. So um, I don't actually identify as a millennial either. We've had that conversation before. Right. I know that I technically am one, but I don't identify as one. Right. So. You need to download that episode. It's it's what do Gen X and millennials have in common? And you'll hear us just have a blast because I'm also a lot younger for a Gen Xer. So we we're we're kind of like, are we Zennial? Like mm -hmm. okay, next topic, toys. I'll start because Everyone knows about the 1984 Cabbage Patch craze. And um, that was a year that I got a Kusa. So any Gen Xers out there know what that is. That was the pet of the Cabbage Patch Kid because um, my mom and stepdad at the time definitely, um, oh, she's saying it's Gen Y. I think Gen Y was replaced with millennial though um, at some point. But I think we could we could probably Google that another time. But <laughs> um, and so I only really got um, you know like little miniatures of Cabbage Patch Kids and things like that. But that was like the one Christmas where we actually had a Christmas. So I've talked about before um, that my childhood was really kind of ups and downs. And one Christmas I got like a Transformer, and that was it. You know, like Optimus Prime, and that was it. And my birthday being a week before, um, I always got the, you know, Christmas slash birthday gift. And so as an adult, I was like, then it's Trishmas <laughs> and I don't need any Christmas gifts. Um, I only need Trishmas gifts. Um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so uh, pretty much that was the bit, what was the biggest toy or can you remember the biggest toy craze when you were a kid? 
Well, <clears throat> I do remember, well, I don't remember, but I've heard my mom told me that when I was a baby, brand new, born in 1984, my mom went out and got me a Cabbage Patch doll. And so I think, so my mom's birthday is the week before Christmas also. And I think that because of that, she's made it a point to make a big deal about Christmas for everybody um, and myself included, you know, being her firstborn Aww. kid. So she, with, I just think about being a mom, having a two month old baby at home, there's no way I would have gone to like Toys R Us to fight people for a Cabbage Patch doll, but this lady did it. And every year since then, she's done her best to get us, even now she gets us like the, the best, the hot toy, even though I'm in my thirties. <laughs> I'm going to say this, Sharon, I know you and Henry, and I, I want to see you in 10 years, tell me that, or, or eight years or six years. Tell me that because I feel like you would. I feel like you would be like, get your I might. Well, now I <laughs> and be like, I'm I'm going. Well, We're now I might. Maybe not this year, but like you know, <laughs> when like it's a little year, safer. Yeah. and it's yeah. like whatever that toy is. Oh, and Sarah says Furby or Tamaguchi. Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi was a really big one. I actually remember all of those toys, but I was mm -hmm. a little obviously a little older than you guys for that. Um, okay. Um, oh, I want to ask you this. Did you ever write like a Christmas list or Santa letters with those Christmas lists? Yes, I did. I did, um, not to Santa, to my parents. Um, but I did make lists and they were usually like full of a lot of ideas. I never expected everything. I don't think my mom, I mean, she never yeah, got like hundred toys. But yeah. Yeah. And I, <laughs> right. Exactly. I was never really like, a monster about it, to be honest. I just <laughs> loved getting presents, so it didn't matter. But so, so you know, I definitely made lists. And still my mom asks for lists. This this year she asked for a list. You, this year it was like, what's your one item that you want? So it's a little less, you know, but it's just yeah. fine with me. But um, yeah, so thankfully that's something that I always kind of, it was really fun to do. Do you think you'll do that with Henry? Oh, oh by yeah. the way, guys, Henry's only two years old. <laughs> he just turned two um, in June. June. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> this year's a mess. It's okay. We don't have to. Everything's yeah. Okay. <laughs> Christmas cards. Um, so when I was living with my grandpa, what we do, um, uh, let's see when, usually on my birthday, about the 16th, we would obviously go celebrate my birthday, but then we'd come home and We'd have eggnog. I'm sure my grandpa had a little bit more than eggnog in his <laughs> dog. Um, and we would just sit down and kind of divide up this list of names that, you know, and he was like 65. So he had like a long list. And, you know, I just my job was to kind of sign like some kind of sweet, you know, thing and, um, you know, Merry Christmas. And there were no pictures of families. It was all, you know, because he's Catholic. It was all about baby Jesus. Um, did, and then, um, I don't know, I've kind of done that every once in a while as an adult, but I'm just not like, uh, I'm not a Christmassy. Oh, look, there's your baby right there. Yeah, there she is. She's like the first reason we sent Christmas. I don't even know where I'm pointing. Um, so when I grew up, we did my mom. Well, I have two little brothers. They're 12 years younger than me. So like there was a big gap of time that they weren't there, but, um, 
uh, we always did family pictures since they came around. I don't know if we did it before they were born, but yeah, like uh, this year's studio with the cheesy background. Oh, like not cool. that bad, not that bad. But like we would definitely like be in a photo studio. My parents had a photographer friend who would do it, so it was a little bit like oh, cooler nice than Sears. Yeah, not yeah, Kmart. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but um, oh, there's your other so, baby. They're both. Yeah, there's cinnamon and pigeon. That's why I can't make my bed too nicely because they'll just mess it up, which is totally fine. Um, yeah. But so we we definitely did that growing up. And to the point where I started doing it once I got a dog when I was in my 20s, I started sending out Christmas cards to my oh, friends with pictures kid. of pigeon. And so now now that we have a kid and it's been expected of me because I've done it since I got a dog, you kind of once you start, you have to keep going. So. And so do you actually take time to like personalize every single card or no. is it just like love Sharon or love no. Sharon? <laughs> no, I have like, good savvy, but I don't think I can. Oh, she being, she's in here. Oh, there, there she, she is. is. Hi, Savvy. She just looked at me. Like, <laughs> she looked up. I'm not ready. Leave for me this. alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't personalize them. We have like, I get them printed. I, I, you know, I order them and have them made and so um the back will usually say like you know happy holidays from enlist our names or so, a little message but so i don't, don't i don't write to, to people mm-hmm. i'll write on the envelope i do those by hand but other than that i don't mm-hmm. i just don't i don't take the time to do it it's not quite as sentimental all right what about um we had talked about christmas destinations i don't remember what we meant by that <laughs> I don't know either because I never go anywhere on Christmas so uh maybe like just how family how you spend your Christmas I think maybe that's what it was was like yeah was it um I know last night on our Christmas panel um we kind of talked about like when you have you know step parents and you know yeah and when you get married when you get married and then you know one of us I think it was Rosa has like you know parents who are divorced and married and like, you know, then there's this family over here and like four different destinations she has to do mm-hmm. on Christmas day. Um, so for me, like I said, sometimes we had Christmas, sometimes we didn't. Um, we've been kicked out of <laughs> Christmas parties because my mom, um, you know, was a little wackadoodle, um, <laughs> smoking that wacky tobacco, um, getting all crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, but the last few years, um, I've can't do it this year, but I've celebrated with, um, Mike and Valerie, my aunt and uncle and, um, you know, and then I'll do like a little stop at different places in California. Like, um, you know, my best friend in high school, um, Tirza and her family, um, my really good friend Leah in, um, Oceanside. Um, sometimes I'll bump into my friend Carlos, who um, just got his doctorate at USC. Um, So I'll kind of do one of those like California things. But what about you, Sharon? I remember when you do that in the past at work, and I would just be so envious of your little coastal, your little California trip. It just sounded so fun. Um, Well, so my parents are divorced, and my mom's parents are divorced, and my stepdad's parents are divorced. So that's just like 5,000 grandparents, I think roughly. So, um, so it was always a lot of, a lot of celebrating in when I was a kid, which I actually really fondly remember. I remember it being kind of busy, kind of crazy. You know, I'd spend almost every Christmas, no, not almost, I would spend every Christmas morning at my mom's house. And so I would spend Christmas Eve with my dad. And then um, Christmas Eve evening would be at one grandma's house. Christmas morning would be at another grandma's house. Christmas afternoon at another. So it was a lot of just like, I mean, thinking as a parent, that must have been 
so annoying. Like having to go. I don't even know place, how you have to make a dish for like each place. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't remember how that worked out. The logistics I didn't pay attention to. Um, so just I mean, it was it was a lot, but it was really fun. Eventually, over the years, kind of family stopped talking to each other, and so the, and you know people pass away. And so some events kind of eventually stopped happening and it really thinned out a lot, but it was really intense for a few years and it was fun. I mean, I loved it. I look back on it really fondly because I was a kid and I got a present every time pretty much. I was you know? just going to say, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it was a blast. Yeah. That's the best, right? Oh, and by the way, Tom says you have to personalize your Christmas cards. Ooh, okay. Well, thank Battle you, is on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he also says, just pretend you're sick and then you don't have to go to all those places. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I don't know. Are you, um, so for this year, it's, it's such a different, and, and as an adult, actually, like, what does it look like for you, like this year? So this year, it's looking like um, we're probably just going to celebrate at home with the three of us. Um, we, my, my mom and my stepdad and my two brothers will be celebrating. I don't know because of um, you know our caretaker for our son is my mother-in-law and just during the day when we work. So we just don't know how safe it's gonna be to mix and mingle with people who have traveled from across the country. My brother has to fly in from Denver to Phoenix. And so um, you know, I know that he just went to Illinois for Thanksgiving, which freaked me out, but he was really careful, he was really safe. So I don't know, we might meet up at a park or something like later in the day and you know, be outside and visit with each other, but it's looking like we'll probably have a nice quiet Christmas morning at home. Which those of you watching from colder areas like New York and Canada yeah. or even in Europe, um, we always have like 70 degree Christmases in it's the desert beautiful. here in Phoenix. Yeah. So, Sorry to I can hang out in the park during the day and you yeah. Know, yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Um, we also talked about white elephant gifts mm -hmm. um, and, you know, just weird family traditions that are, or just unique. doesn't have to necessarily be weird. Um, I think you're the one that talked about that. I know for me, I, I so I was under, always under the impression that Oh, and Tom's asking me to do uh, Celsius. So 70 degrees Celsius. I'm, I always say uh, it's like 20 degrees. Just, just like, oh, 60 something is like 17 degrees. Google it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I always thought white elephant meant here's this like, um, you know, here's this this stuff I never use. <laughs> I'm just going to give it to someone or like, you know, just some goofy thing. Um, and then I realized that white elephant means a lot different things to other people. Like, here's this like, you know, $50 minimum that you have to spend. Um, thoughts, Sharon? So I've done both ways, but I think we did talk about this because my stepdad's family would have a pretty epic white elephant every year where it was a high dollar amount typically. So some people would just bring like a stack of um, scratchers tickets or oh, some people good. would just put cash in like a really big box. You know, I mean, like it was always kind of it was my my grandfather, I guess occasionally someone would come in with a, a crappy gift. I think my grandfather once uh, wrapped a hose, a garden hose from his front lawn. Like he didn't yeah, even. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so I'm occasionally that would happen and it was funny, but for the most part, everybody bought a pretty nice gift and left with a pretty nice gift. So it would get really, really cutthroat because the presents were good. And so it was right. the same kind of traditional, like you can swap 
but we had to put minimums on it. We had to start setting up like insane rules. And then, you know, this was like way back when the economy, this is like in the nineties, like when the economy was really good. And then, you know, right. my family all works in real estate, things go up and down. So eventually. Oh, 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 oh. Actually, um, Hermes asks, what's the elephant in the room here? Why am I lost? Can you explain the white elephant gift yes. um, in your yes. terms? So it, the way that we celebrate it is um, the amount of people who participate, there's that many numbers is, are written on strips of paper. Everyone picks a number out of a hat and then you go in order. So number one picks first and they pick from all the wrapped presents that are in the middle of the pile. So they don't know what they're gonna get. Once they open a present, number two can either take that present or open an unwrapped one. And then it's Which just is kind why of, it gets really it gets really cutthroat. <laughs> right. So then when like, well, I'm gonna take your gift. Okay, cool. I'm gonna take that gift over there that I liked better. And so then it can get and then that person, and then you can get alliances. It gets kind of crazy sometimes with my family. Oh. Like husbands, <laughs> husbands and wives, they live in the same house, so they can, you know, <laughs> take the presents home. So it's like two people. So it would get a little intense. So, um, but fun. And I was younger, I, but I was like an older niece slash, oh, I was a niece, not a niece slash nephew. I was the oldest of the nieces <laughs> and nephews. And um, and so I started participating when I was like 16, which was, I brought like the worst gift ever. It was a book that everyone made, still makes fun of to this day. Uh, it wasn't that bad. It was called Living with Dogs, but whatever. Anyway. Well, you have a Canadian that just jumped in. This is Tom. He's from Canada. And he says, it's called a Yankee gift swap. I've heard that used too. Oh, we call it. I've heard it, but that's not what we called it in our family. I thought that was just a little, a little jib. I'm trying no, to jib I've, in the ribs. I've, oh, wait, no, wait. Oh, <laughs> wait, let's try it again. Here, ready? Oh, you have to think about it. It's like, it's like this trick, right? Like, tell me which finger to move. <laughs> that's yeah. what this is like. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Or dirty so Santa. Uh, that sounds like a private <laughs> thing. A different game altogether. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Sarah says we don't call it a Yankee gift swap, and she's from New York. So I'm kind of like, wonder where that comes from. If anyone knows, drop us a line and tell us. But um, yeah. So um, do you think that you? would continue that is that a fun tradition for you or is it kind of lame i think it got to the point where it became really like contentious and it wasn't as fun anymore but maybe that's because the family was starting to get contentious with each other i don't know right. like i mean they don't all talk now it so. started with the, that was the beginning of the end i think yeah it yeah. really um so no i think um, I have such a small group of people that I, you know, celebrate it's with only now. Fun if it's like 25 people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd rather, yeah. yeah, probably not, but we'll see. Maybe as I get older, I'll change my mind. So Tom brought up something that I brought up in the, um, Christmas traditions panel last night. And that is, um, when I was engaged, um, the, the family of my fiance gave me the same white scarf from Macy's not once, not twice, but three Christmases in a row. I mean, if that isn't a hint that they didn't want me to marry their, their son, like, I don't know what is, but yeah. So if, if I were ever to do a, a, like a, a white elephant exchange, um, I probably would just bring a, a, a white scarf. scarf. Hey, but um, that same family actually had a funny like elf toy that was like, they, that, every year and and someone else had this last night too where it was like if you got it you got to keep it for a year and then you wrap it up really nice and and then you know you you kind of pick the next person and 
I guess they lost theirs <laughs> after a while. Like, I don't remember if it was like a rain. I can't remember what he said, but um, those were always fun. Okay, let's move on to food. Okay. And, um, you know, how, how food is. So again, for me, I mean, sometimes we had Christmas dinner at the bowling alley or, you know, very Christmas story, you know, Chinese food. Um, so, you know, just that's when I lived with my mom when she was kind of in her wackadoodle stages. Um, even when we had like a really nice Christmas in that, um, that one 1984 where it had tons of gifts under the tree and stuff. I don't even remember eating. I, I remember eating Tic Tacs um, <laughs> because I mean, I had like, I was able to open up like a gift on Christmas Eve or whatever. But, but when I moved in with my grandpa, he was really into making a nice Christmas dinner for his sister who would come into town. And, um, and one year when I got really into cooking, I made like stuffing from scratch. I made like a I, I beat out like a Chris, uh, like a chicken breast and stuffed it with some kind of stuffing and gravy. And, and of course my grandpa made Turkey and he, I can still hear him <laughs> the gizzards and stuff. Cause he would boil it all in <laughs> on the stove. I mean, what dude? I mean, that's what happens when you're born in like 1945. Um, so I don't know. Oh, and um, Hermes, says Oreos and whiskey. No, just me. <laughs> Oreos and whiskey. Sounds like a vegan's delight. I will have to try that. I hope that there's dunking involved because that, right. that sounds, if you're not dunking the Oreos and the whiskey, what are you even doing? And then Sarah says, um, we're coming to your house. <laughs> oh, and, and Tom says the turducken. So, you know, the turkey stuffed in uh -huh. the duck, stuffed in the chicken or something. Mm -hmm. some chicken kind of in, order. The duck, in the turkey. Yeah. Wait. Now you can see my hands. Okay. Oh, and, and Bailey's is for dunking, Hermes says. Whiskey's just oh, for okay. shooting, I guess. Okay, that sounds that sounds even better, actually. So I'm, I, I highly support that. <laughs> okay, what about you for food for Christmas? You know, I don't remember really ever doing a dinner on Christmas Day because we'd always go to my grandparents' house in the morning on Christmas and have a big brunch there. So I always Ooh, associate brunch. brunch. Yeah, that's what I always think about. My grandma would make this really yummy egg casserole that I always think about, and then like a, um, a squash or zucchini casserole that I always really liked too, but it was always breakfast and sweets. And that's what I always think about for Christmas. And then Christmas Eve, I think I remember us talking about this. My other grandma, we'd always go to her house on Christmas Eve and she would try to do like sometimes, I mean, it was good. She'd do like Italian food or like kind of pick something different. It was never like your traditional like ham or turkey. Like we never did that. But I guess one year, my mom reminded me of this. I didn't remember, but she made an aspic and Driver was talking about what an aspic is. It's like, like gelatin encased oh, meat. Yes, with the weird things inside of it. Yeah. Yes. I don't remember it. So it couldn't have been that traumatic, but my mom does. <laughs> and so she she reminds remembers it being a bit traumatic. But my grandma was very much into that like vintage recipe type of thing. She'd make this like weird Jezebel sauce. It's like I don't even know what you what it is, to be honest. It's like what did mustard. you put it on? Crackers, like tape like water crackers. It was it was like a like a jelly kind of over cream cheese and then you put oh, it on yeah. crackers. That's yeah. really big in the Midwest. And yeah. cheese logs. She's from yeah, Lots and she's from logs. Nebraska. So yeah, that perfect. makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of, you know, it was it was always like breakfast and then whatever my grandma decided she wanted to be adventurous about doing the night before. Well, I'd love to, okay, in 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 remembrance of my dear friend Clove, 
um, one year um, because she um, had, had um, come from Mexican descent on her mom's side. Um, she and I actually made a whole bunch of vegetarian tamales for our friends. Um, and that was so much fun. And we that was kind of one of the first years that a Christmas story played nonstop on TBS, um, like 24 hours. So mm -hmm. we just played it the whole time that we were, when we lived together, um, that we were making, and, and she was so cute. She would put like, like a little black olive in one of them. And some of them we had some cheese or some green chilies and it was really fun. I don't know if anyone, I mean, that's such a huge thing in Arizona for Christmas is tamales. So mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone in any other parts of the country or anywhere else knows what we're talking about, but that is like, Oh, that's my favorite part of living in the Southwest for Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, Our old neighbor used to do that every every other year. Oh. She and her mom would host a big tamale making party, and then oh, my old neighbors like hundreds, 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 yeah, yeah. And then my old neighbor, they would just bring they'd bring bags of tamale. I think they would buy them, but they would bring bags to everybody in the neighborhood as a gift, mm. like every every Christmas. I would eat and, tamales for like a week. And now you can, you know, just go to Trader Joe's and <laughs> there or any grocery store yeah. in Arizona. I don't know about the rest of the world, but um yeah so um i think that was what kind of now now we've gone through all of our things what is the like tradition that you have kept for henry your two-year-old and or um is there anything that you and david your husband um started because you guys have been together forever we have um, been together for a long time your own special like family um yeah Actually, so the biggest thing is something that we take from David's family. My husband's from Chicago, from the suburbs. He would, he never likes to say he's from the city because he doesn't want to be an imposter. So he's from the suburbs of Chicago. Oh, yeah, he'd get called out right away. Yeah, no, and he just doesn't even want to put himself. He, that's that's how you know you're actually from you know the suburbs, I guess, or I don't know. Either way, he's a respectful, respectful <laughs> suburb <laughs> boy. But anyway, his family and his brothers, they had what they call a movie festival every year. And they would, in the basement, set up the TV and have movies just running nonstop. It was like a day. And they would invite family over. They'd make big crock pots full of food. And it was just this big, you know, come and go as you please, watch movies, eat food kind of a thing. And so it ended up getting bigger and bigger every year. And now we've taken it and stretched it out. Now it's tough because we have a kid, so we can't just sit around and watch movies all day. Though he's getting to the age where soon we can do that, but not yet. So, um, so we have, I think there's like 20-something movies on our list. And we... Um, We'll take like one or two days to make it like the big movie festival day, but we just watch tons of Christmas movies and we buy them all. So we have them all on DVD. And so we just have this big collection and it's our, a big part of our, our month. So we've started spreading it out over many days. And so tonight we're actually going to kick it off and watch our first one, I think. Well, I guess we've watched it. We sat and watched Elf recently, but we're going to watch Christmas with the Cranks, which is terrible, but I love it anyway. There's some really bad Christmas movies that we love, even though they're awful. And that is definitely one of them. Yeah, we were talking about that at one of the panels that sometimes you just watch these movies just because they're just goofy, yeah. you know, whatever. Oh, and by the way, Tom says puffed cauliflower cheese casserole. I've heard of that. I think I've had it too. Um, cauliflower really is only good if you slather it with cheese or <laughs> deep fry it, you know. Um, actually, I just found the, the other list, which had the movies and film festivals. Yeah, I remember us talking about that. Yeah. Um, I was like, why do I have two sticky notes? Oh, that's right. So the <laughs> other thing we were going to talk about was, um, oh, church versus, um, oh, actually, before we do that, 
So for me, with my aunt and uncle, every year that I'm there, we just, we have three movies that we watch over the course of Christmas Eve and, and Christmas Day. And that is um, White Christmas, It's a Wonderful Life, which is my personal all-time favorite Christmas movie. Um, we just have good cry sessions, you know. And then um, the um, A Christmas Carol that was that had come out in either 1945 or like a, the, one of the really old ones. Um, it's just really, really good. Um, but none um, of those movies are on our list. <laughs> yeah. Because you're not. I'm not like, yeah. Ours are all pretty, pretty, recent. pretty new. Yeah. yeah. They're newer, 80s and, and beyond. Prancer. Christmas Story is the first movie I ever saw um, mm -hmm. by myself as a kid. So I would have been in like second grade and my mom just dropped me off at the mall to meet my friends. That's so Gen X. So like, I don't know any generation except for ones older. Um, even then, I don't even know if they did that. Um, but yeah, so, and I was saying before that um, Ralphie was the same age as me when Christmas Story came out. So, and he was the messy Marvin chocolate syrup um, kids. So I was in love with him. I still think it looks good. Um, baby and, blue eyes. Oh, and um, oh, <laughs> so Hermes says, uh, die hard. So I, I'm so excited he brought that up because how could we talk about Christmas movies without talking about gotta bring it up. that is a Christmas movie. Sharon, what do you think? Because that hard argument started with your generation, by the way. I know, I know that. And well, my friends love talking about it too, but our, um, our, it's in our festival. It wasn't always, but it wasn't because we didn't always think of it as one. I actually admittedly had not seen Die Hard up until like a couple of years ago. Um, and I think it is, I mean, it, I have, we also have Reindeer Games, which is not really a Christmas movie either. <laughs> it's not even a good movie. <laughs> um, we also have Less Than Zero, which is also not really a Christmas movie. So, I mean, we have kind of loose definitions. But they have places. Christmas in it, it and there's a lot of snow, if you know what I mean. Lots of snow. He goes home for Christmas break. And so that is a big part of like, and so that's kind of, I don't know. I do think, I do think to answer the question, yes, I do consider Die Hard a Christmas movie, but right, it happens on Christmas Eve. So if not for Christmas, so much of it would be different. And yeah. so um, Tom says, go watch best film ever show. They will tell you if they are Christmas movies or not. <laughs> oh, best film ever show. So that's a one of the podcasts. Um, oh. And then, um, oh, <laughs> Hermes says, Krampus. I think you had mentioned that, or someone did, and Harold and Kumar Christmas. That's got to be on your list. Oh, yes. Both of and those are on our list. Night Before Christmas. The Night Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, sorry. Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, I love that movie, but David isn't like, I don't know. He never really got into it. So we don't watch that one. I think we should, though, because it's obviously, you know, for my generation, too. You know, that's a big mm -hmm. one. But mm -hmm. uh, and I love Tim, Tim Burton. With I love anything Tim Burton, really. Anything. Tim Burton was really big for um, us Gen Xers, too, because mm -hmm. Beetlejuice and, you know, when you're a writer, mm -hmm. that's like our that's like our Gen X goddess, yep. right? Yep. And then he said Home Alone. Uh, oh, yeah, course, totally. Right? My husband's favorite movie of all movies, not even Christmas, just movies of all time is Home Alone 2. Not Home Alone 1, but Home Alone 2. I don't know why he likes it so much, but or, I mean, I know why. He loves it. And he's from Chicago, so Home Alone 2 is way more exciting. Oh, of course. And he says, oh, no, 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 The Night Before with Seth Rogen and Joseph Oh, Gordon. The Night Before. I love that movie. I haven't That's seen one that. of my I favorite. That. And I love you, Seth Rogen. You love Seth Rogen. You would love this movie, Trish. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. I love 
of the night. It better before. be free somewhere. No, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna. I'm totally writing that down for real. You should. If I saw you oh. ever, I'd let you borrow the DVD. But huh. well, you know, I don't have anything to pull. Oh, that's true. Yet. You don't even have. Yeah. Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. Tom says. Battle begins now. <laughs> I mean, it's at Christmas. It's during. I don't understand how it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it does not compute. I'd Tom, like to hear please. an argument. I would love to. Yeah, but I just I don't have. I have no rebuttal because I I don't know. I don't know. Here he goes. He says you could have that all happen during Thanksgiving, and it's still the same story. <gasps> yeah, that's true. That could be true about a lot of movies, I guess. Yeah, like so if, that, if that's the if that's the gauge, then I think that a lot of Christmas movies might not be Christmas movies. Right. Like it's fair Bernard. enough. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Hermie, Hermie says that's that's fair, Tom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, we'll take I like that. that gauge. There's it's tough to gauge it, you know, like just because yeah. there's a Christmas scene or something. So I understand. I totally yeah. Argument. Okay. Now we're gonna get a little spiritual here and talk about church versus solstice. So one of the Christmases, because again, my Christmases were never the same <laughs> two years in a row, except for until I became an adult, is um, you know. We, so when I was five, I lived with my grandparents for a year and that was a, that was an incredible Christmas. And that's the, um, that's a year that I went to midnight mass. Cause like I said, um, my grandpa was, he was Catholic. He was a deacon of a Catholic church. He was actually the one giving that sermon that night. Um, and so that was really neat. And then, um, I dated a guy, a tiny little dancer, as you know, <laughs> a tiny little dancer, um, his family, um, you know, when I was there for Christmas, um, he was like, um, yeah, you've got to take communion. And I was like, I'm going to go to, I'm going to burst into flames if I do that, <laughs> you know? And, um, and so, but it was nice to be back, you know, in, in, a, in like a church, it's just such a warm and fuzzy because Catholics have the incense and it's just so done up and the music and hymnals. And I mean, it's just ba-bam. Um, but other than that, <laughs> excuse me um i'm more of a solstice person like i i love um you know the candles and the um celebration of light coming um on the 21st um or the 22nd depending on the year um and i had a lot of friends um in my adult life that were more solstice oriented and you know getting together and doing potlucks and um, making wishes for the coming year and um, just doing some really neat sort of pagan rituals, um, which I, I'm just not really deep in any sort of thing. Um, but um, but I do I do like to honor like, you know, oh, yeah, solstice like, you know, this this kind of holiday was kind of created to celebrate um, light in a time of darkness um, when we were still kind of roaming around with yaks as jackets, yakets. Sorry. <laughs> um, Sharon, what about you? Church, solstice? What so is? I never really heard of solstice until I was older, and it's not something I've ever celebrated, though it's definitely more in line with my beliefs than church. So it's something that I'd like to explore, especially with a kiddo and having, you know, opening his eyes to a bunch of different things. We're not really religious in our house. My husband was raised Catholic. I was raised in a Christian, like, house. And I loved going to church, like in church camp and stuff, but it wasn't, I don't know, like I just, it was more of like the social aspect for me that I liked. So 
Um, we did go to church on Christmas Eve and I loved that. I never did do midnight mass, even though my stepdad's Catholic. I, you know, I went to a Catholic high school, so I was always surrounded by kind of the magic of Christmas, um, you know, mm -hmm. or in the Catholic and Advent, Advent season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't Advent totally. Calendars. Oh, did you ever have Advent calendars with little we, candies? We don't have one. Like, we never had traditional ones. We had one with like a tree and we still have one. We have one for Henry too, with a tree with like ornaments that you pick out of, you know, like day one is, you know, oh. this ornament you stick on the tree. So we have an advent oh, calendar like that. that. It's really sweet. We put it low on the wall this year so Henry could do it first thing in the morning when he gets up. It's oh, really can cute. Can you please film him doing yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. I need to see that because yeah. he, oh, he is so adorable. He's, he's like, he really, I mean, I'm, I know I'm biased, but he's the cutest. I'm a little, um, so, I'm a little biased too because I met you when he was inside of your belly. And I just kind of feel, good you know, point. you've been there since the beginning. Um, <laughs> oh, he still does. He says my name, I'm a belt. And thanks for always posting that because it's the best. <laughs> yeah, um, it's about you. But yeah, so isn't it ever it, the hugest part of our holiday celebration? Definitely more about Santa than Jesus, even though, you know, we get it. Like, I understand it. It just wasn't ever like the biggest part of the holiday for us. Yeah. Well, um, we've got about five minutes. Okay. Um, and so um, I don't know if there's any, um, I don't know anything. He's probably just it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Are you, um, does it feel like a different Christmas this year? Are you, I know for me, this, this, um, hold on, let me get there. Let me see if I can do it. This is probably about as much as I'm gonna do this year. Um, like I said, I don't really go all out anyway, um, but it's it definitely doesn't feel ho holiday-y. It's, it's good to have this convention and, you know, um, things like that, but I don't know. How about you? It's not the same. It doesn't feel the same. You know, it's, um, it's, it's, nice that Henry's so little that we've only had a couple Christmases with traditions. So it's not like he's missing out on things that we did before. That's kind of the biggest concern for me is just making sure that he's like adjusted and fine with everything that's going on. Um, but you know, not being able to like know for sure, I'm going to be hugging my brothers on Christmas morning. And that's something I've always done since they were like, I've never, we've never not spent Christmas morning together, my brothers and I, and my mom and I too. So that's going to be really different. Um, you know, it's, it's tough, but I'm not going to let it bring us down. Cause it's, it's still like, you know, I'm trying to be positive and, and have a, and put trees in every room. I bought fresh garland to hang up in my house. I spent way too much money on garland. It was really kind of bad. It was bad. It was bad math. Like I didn't really plan it very well. So kind of oops. That one. Oh, and Bruno says it is slang for all right, but it's, I thought it was spelled a I G H T. So you say I the saying. <laughs> the original must be, must be. <laughs> but yeah it's different but you know it's 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 not bad we'll, we'll have an okay time we're we're fortunate we're both still working and you know we can still afford to you know provide for our kid and make him have a nice Christmas we don't do a lot of presents I think last year we told you about our something you want something you need something you wear something you read oh, so yeah. so we each do four presents and I mean he has grandparents so the kid gets a lot of other stuff so we don't have to right. worry about him you know not getting presents um mm -hmm. so it's just kind of you know it's it's I don't know. It's, it's been, it's been a different year, but it's been really full of, we've been like trying to be really like full of Christmas joy around this place. Oh, so. I love that. For me, I, um, I've requested that no one, 
Um, <laughs> don't judge me by my third grade spelling, Hermie says. I'm sorry, Hermie. <laughs> you know, I just realized my, I didn't spell millennial right on my name and it's bothering the heck out of me because I, I'm going to fix that. I thought that. that was how you spell isn't it. Isn't it two N's? Isn't it M-I-L-E-N-N-I-A-L? Oh, I think it's two N's. I realized that, so don't worry. No judgment on the spelling for yeah. anything. I'm going to change yeah. it just because it's making me crazy. But so um, I've requested all my family and friends um, because this is such a um, hard year for so many families that we actually take our money. And I, I told you this, Sharon, that um, instead of giving each other gifts um, to donate to our local food banks. Um, so I'm definitely, <laughs> Tom, I was a French teacher, by the way. So I can't <laughs> spell apartment right because I don't know if there's one P or two. <laughs> Piece because in French there's it's different than than English by one letter and um and Hermie says it is two ends so yeah no I I know <laughs> I know I realized that and I just felt like <laughs> she yeah. she changed it well it's two L's and two N's I think it's one L well he he's got two so oh. <laughs> I will trust him I don't know <laughs> it's but two gosh thank you sir <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's or, my or day off. I can't actually, um, sir, ma'am. It doesn't. Thank you, friend, <laughs> for yeah. helping me out. <laughs> hey. um, yeah, because it's hard to tell. Um, I can't see anything. I've so seen, I don't know. I've seen females and males with with her. It's like you know Kelly and Randy. Um, but anyway, um, we're so happy you all are here and that you've tuned in for this. It's so fun. He said he. I thought it was a play on words or something. Um, so. <laughs> well, we're going to sign off in about a minute. Um, so folks, just check out my Instagram page. We do a lot of celebrating of Gen Xers because um, I think that we're actually the forgotten generation. I've met a lot of people from other generations who have never heard of our generation, particularly Gen Zers. Um, and so um, I don't know. I, I guess the, 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 the jury's still out on who's more forgotten. Um, so I love that. I haven't heard Gen Wires call themselves Gen Wires. I've only ever heard them call themselves millennials, but I do remember when that was, um, when that was a thing. Um, so anyway, um, and Hermes says, great show ladies. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for watching. Thank you. And, um, Sharon, thank you so much for being here. You know, I love spending time with you and, um, just thank the world and all of you. And, um, even if we're just, texting each other on Christmas or um, just snooping on each other's Instagram pages, you know, and guys, Gen X voice, find, find my podcast anywhere you download um, podcasts and like leave a review and yeah. And have a great rest of the convention. It's been super fun. Thanks and for having me on. You're so welcome, Sharon. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for not judging my bad spelling too. Right? <laughs> and thanks for interrupting. We just loved it. It really yeah. added to our conversation. So thank you guys so much. Thanks. Right. Bye. Bye.